in the world where we're losing hope and life has us on the ropes misunderstandings hate running rampant every man out for his own it seems like we've lost our way and the distance grows every day thought that we had caught in the Oh, ain't it tragic? But you said if we turn from our wicked ways and humble ourselves in prayer, you'd seek your face, you'd give us grace. So come have your way, Lord. Here we are, bending hearts on bending knees with outstretched arms. God, hear us from heaven, send us your prayers. We need you. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Summer and spring may pass, but winter and fall won't last. I can trust the Creator. Perfect in nature, better is coming, I know. Just like the rising sun, our faith is rising up. You're the God of your promise, and what you have started, you're faithful to finish. Cause you said, if we turn from our wicked ways, humbled ourselves in prayer. And seek your face, you give us grace. So come have your way, God. Here we are, bending hearts, bending knees with outstretched arms. God, hear us from heaven, send us your breath. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you.
Let your glory fall on your daughters and sons of here us today. Send us your presence. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Well, good morning, everybody. You're listening to Sister on Scripture, and today we're in the book of Jeremiah. It's Monday, March the 27th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. So glad to see everybody here, and glad that everybody is, uh, the reports I'm getting, everybody's okay from all the storms that came through yesterday um, and over the weekend in the south. And I, gosh, Wisconsin was getting, I think, snow and storms. Um the South, all of the South, Alabama, Mississippi, parts of Florida, um, Atlanta, and the North Metro Atlanta area got hit pretty hard. South Carolina, um, there was some crazy stuff that come through here, but thankfully God was very, very kind with us, um, and it we heard it. And it was rough sounding, but I didn't, I wasn't afraid. Um, there's something just reassuring, even though I'm in an RV and it's a fifth wheel. So, I mean, it's kind of a little top heavy a little bit, but I, you know, all of the winds and everything in the last, we've been in this since June of 2022 and I've not been afraid. And it's like when God this property came up. Um, we were getting ready to buy land in Tennessee and sign the contract on almost six acres in Tennessee near um, Clark Range. And the same day that we were getting ready to sign the contract on that, on that um, we got a friend, which is a friend of my husband's, Jack's. Um, they used to work together and they've been friends for a long time. Wonderful people. They're the Holbrooks. If you have any auto body stuff. I'm just going to plug them real fast. I mean, most people aren't in South Carolina, but if you are in an upstate South Carolina, Twin Lakes Auto Body is wonderful. It's a family-owned business, and they've been around for 30-something years. Um, they started it out of a greenhouse, turned it into a shop. It's pretty cool. But, you know, God, when God, um, we were going to move, and they didn't want Jack to move. They didn't want us to leave. We really didn't want to leave the area, but um, we wanted to have our own piece of property, um, and felt like the Lord was time for us to steward our own piece of property. And we'd been renters for a long time. So, so he gave us this property. And since we've been here and I hated it to start with, to be honest, I didn't even want to look at it. It, it wasn't the size I wanted. It was on a highway. It needed a lot of work. Um, and I mean a lot of work and I just wasn't sure if I could keep up with it. So, I decided, I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll give it a go. You know, this is what God wants. I'm going to listen to him. Although that's hard to do sometimes for a Southern stubborn women. And, uh, so we listened and ever since there's just been a calmness. And so, um, you know, I find that when we're doing what God wants and we're listening and we're seeking him and his direction first, there's nothing to be afraid of. Because he's going to make sure that everything is the way that he wants and that we have what we need. So, um, I wasn't afraid. It did wake me up early this morning, um, like two something scared me, but, 
um, you know, that was just because of the thunder, really. I love the storms to listen and to watch, especially with lightning storms. Uh, I recall in when I lived in Florida, we used to have lots of um, storms out there. And I'd where I lived, I lived right on the, the coast of the Gulf, and it was beachfront. And so um, I could watch across the island. There was an island called Dog Island, and you could see stuff you know coming through there the water spouts and tornadoes or hurricanes and wildfires from the lightning and stuff so it was pretty cool um you know god even in things that seem like it's destroyed and destruction which thunder is just loud you know it's loud noise that when you put that loud noise aside and and don't hear it um you really you, you see the beauty in things. And, and that's what God reminds us throughout the Bible, throughout Scripture. And 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 there's always beauty to behold, um, regardless of what's going on. So today we're going to jump into Jeremiah chapter 7. I don't know how far we'll get. We're just going to go off of what the Lord leads and where He has us. And Father wanted me to kind of slow down on this. I know I kind of read it a little fast and don't offer the chance for us to discuss and digest the information. So um, we're going to go a little bit slower. Um, Little Red, seeing your comment about Dog Island, that is how about that? Yes, Carabelle, Florida. Um, I lived down there for a while. It's, it's peaceful Bay Gulf-like. It's wonderful. How ironic is that? Because not many people know about that place. This this town, I'm going to get on a... Oh gosh, I get sidetracked. Squirrel. Um, da, uh, Carabelle, Florida has what is called the world's smallest police station. And it literally, the police officer would sit in their car outside of a telephone booth. Now, y'all remember the pay phones, you know, before, you know, Travis Tritt wrote a song, Here's a Quarter, Call Someone Who Cares. You know, you used to put the quarter in, you dial the numbers... You had to remember the numbers because there was no, you know, contacts on the payphones. Um, and it was just so funny because they'd get a call and they'd have to answer into this booth. And I mean, this is a small, small town. I saw they had a building now and have uh, made it a museum. Um, it's just wonderful. And Mary, you're welcome to come visit anytime, honey. Anytime you want to come. Um to South Carolina. That goes for anybody that is not psychotic. Uh, but I have a no psycho rule. Uh, it's just for safety, you know. But you guys all here that I see right now in the live chat, y'all are all welcome to come visit me. I have a farm. It's a mess. I, I, you know, it is what it is. But we do have uh, plenty of space. We got, like, the largest... Uh, RV that we could. It's got two bedrooms and it has like seven, eight beds. It's big. We don't use all of them, but um, we're, you know, it's a slow work in progress. And I, I appreciate that. Liz says she brought her boots and uh, Nee says she, maybe we could all help get it where you'd like. You know, that would be awesome and a wonderful blessing. But there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot to be done. Um, uh, there's a couple of buildings that I want. One especially I really want to restore. Um, it's over 100 years old. And I love it. Um, and it's why I hated the property to start with, to be honest. I, I went off the looks. And I didn't go off of what 
what the potential was there, you know, and a lot of times we do that. I know I'm getting off on another tangent and we're not getting into scripture, but I kind of feel like that might be important, you know, because we, we get into our own minds and what we think things should be and, and how we want to, uh, have things. And we think that we have this map and this image and it's not always what we need. And it's not what we want, even though we think that's what we want, you know. And uh, I've I've had times to where I've been poor, like dirt poor, and lived in the tent as a child. And I've had times where I've had an overabundance of blessing of money. And neither one, you know, I mean, neither of those things made it good or bad it was the memories and the things like i recall some of the funnest times was in the tent um now we weren't in the tent but a few months as i recall uh we were temporarily had moved and relocating trying to get reestablished. i guess with my my parents um but it was fun because we were closer together just like us in the camper um, we had the big house and that's what I wanted because, you know, coming up from a poor family and, you know, not, not having those things, you see people that have those things and you want them. And that's part of one of the commandments is not to envy or, or to covet what the neighbor has, but the flesh, the flesh in us a lot of times, and that's where Facebook really wrapped people in because people could pretend to be whoever they wanted to be. And it didn't make them anything but maybe a miserable person. I know it didn't make me better. I got more distant from my kids, even though, you know, I thought I was giving them all of the things they wanted. They ha We had this big house and lots of bedrooms and things. But those things those things kind of separated us, you know, all that extra space. And then, you know, people are in their own little doing their things. And especially, you know, to pay for it, you got to work, you know, and, and the way society is, they intentionally do it where you have to have both families work, both parents, not both families, sorry, both parents working um, to make it. If you don't go back to the old ways. And I have found, um, since I've been homesteading and, oh goodness, the sourdough stuff has been amazing. Um, not to cuss and not to be like, I'm sorry, but this is the name and I love it. It's a good name. Bob's Badass Pretzels is, um, he's one of our B-dads. He sent me some sourdough starter and some pretzels and I paid for the shipping. Gosh, shipping was a lot for that, which was crazy. But, um, you know, I, I started with the sourdough and it's very simple to keep it, you know, going, but I was looking at recipes on what you could do. And I was like, wow, that's simple. That's fast. But yet like pizza, everybody, most everybody loves pizza. Um, and with this, you can make it and put, you could have your bread the, the way that you want it. You could spice it up with like some oregano and some olive oil and, you know, if you wanted to put cayenne pepper in your pizza crust, you could. And um, it, it bakes really fast and you use a cast iron skillet. But doing things more yourself, although, and me and Angie have talked about it many times, it takes time um, to be able to wait 
And a lot of times now we don't have that time. But if we make it, um, it's amazing how much better our lives are and how much more we're able to be able to, uh, yes, Nee said it, stay grounded. You're grounded with nature because you're involved. You've got your hands in different things that God intended, like with the sourdough. It's a natural yeast made from, you know, the wheat breaking down the gluten and stuff that's in there. And so you just add, you know, your wheat and your water. And, you know, it's about made a really big mess because I forgot to take out half. And so, of course, you have to double your feeding. So whatever you have in the jar, you want to give them that much, you know, you got to double it. So that way they got plenty to eat on. Well, my jar overflowed and I put cheesecloth on it, thankfully, because it stopped the explosion. But that stuff kept rising and rising and rising and rising. And now I have like six or seven jars of sourdough out here on the counter. It's funny. But, you know, doing that, growing your own vegetables, um, canning, preserving. But when you preserve yourself, you're not getting the extra chemicals that cause so many problems in our bodies. We don't want to embalm ourselves. We just want to make the food where it can last a little bit longer, you know, a season or so. Because, or, or even, I, I like to think back to Joseph and the, the seven-year famine. So, you know, you renew, for one year, you got to let your, your field just rest. And God says, let it be, let the animals have it, let whatever, just let it rest. Six years you harvest it. One year you rest. And that's how they did um, some of the feast, I think. There was like 49 years, but it went off of sevens. And, uh, you know, that's what we don't do now. We don't um, allow that sabbatical rest. We don't allow um, ourselves to have that rest. We don't. It's rush, rush, rush. And it's. It's only because we allow people to tell us it's rush, rush, rush. Because it doesn't have to be. Um, you can you could sit there and if you plan out your day, we, we do what we prioritize. And that's just how human nature is. It's if we feel like, like with scripture, if we make God a priority and make reading the Bible a priority, we're going to do it. Just like if you, you know, even if you've never gardened, um, take some time to pick three plants, three, just three plants that you like, three vegetables, three herbs, three flowers. You know, you can start with flowers, start with whatever you want. Um, pick three things and learn those things. Learn what, what, how they work. Learn what's good for them, what's bad for them how to notice the signs when something happens, just like in your garden, you know, you can't sit there and try to grow 30 different types of tomatoes or actually that's a really bad analogy. That was horrible. Sorry guys. It's Monday, right? And I didn't sleep very well. Excuses, excuses. It's, it's not really satisfied me and I know it's not satisfying y'all. So I ain't going to give them. Um, like, if you try to grow, like I did in 2020, I had this huge ambition, this ambitious plan. I'm going to grow and eat everything. I'm not going to go buy anything 
or buy as little as I can from the store. And so I went out and I bought, oh goodness, Baker's Creek loved me. I probably bought some of every seed that they had just about it. And uh, I went out and I thought, okay, I'm going to grow all this stuff. And I did well on a lot of things because I've gardened before and my family have, you know, they've been gardeners. And especially, you know, after the Civil War, a lot of Southerners were farmers. Um, it was just times got hard. And then, the you know, with the Depression, too, a lot of people in the South were farmers. I imagine probably in the North, too. I know the South because I live here. Um, but I, I went in ambitious, you know, which is a good thing. But I didn't take time and and prioritize exactly what I wanted to what was going to be beneficial for my family that I would use so some things didn't get used and at that time I didn't have pigs and so pigs actually you can feed them all your scraps and it's wonderful um but I didn't have you know pigs so I uh you know I just I didn't know what to do with a lot of things and and it did teach me lessons to just take things in small doses because you can't overload and overwhelm yourself. That's what evil wants. But if you take it small steps, a little at a time, it's not overwhelming and you could do it. It's not hard. Um, it just takes dedication and time and just, just staying focused and like, um, Oh, you're okay, Mila. I'm glad you're here. Good morning. Just like me sad, you know, we just got to stand grounded. And there's something about having your feet in the dirt, literally being grounded, that the electricity from the the the, the electricity and, and energy, that's what I'm looking for, the energy generated from the earth and to back up through the person, it refreshes the soul and, and heals the mind. Me, um especially suffering from, and, and I, suffering's bad. I don't suffer from it. Sometimes I do, but because of um, the, that MMR injection that I'd taken in 2016 and got the lupus and the neurological issues that I have, especially with inflammation, um, it's I have a, a high electrical impulse activity that goes on in my body. Um, because of the inflammation, my heart is like pumping out lots and lots of blood. So it's going faster. Um, and that gives me tachycardia and my brain with inflammation, the neurons are constantly going choo, 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 choo. It's kind of like a game of that, uh, Battlestar Galactica game, um, on the Atari. And it's like my neurons are those little alien invasion ships going you know, down and my brain is the one headship that's trying to like shoot them all away. But when I get out and I've noticed, um, the last two weeks I have felt really, really good, but we've had good weather. We've had the sun and we've had, and that sunshine, I'm going to tell you what, that vitamin D from the sun will really energize your body and it helps increase the um, the good endorphins, the dopamine um, from your brain. So it makes you happy as well. And so I've been out and I've been gardening and 
um, it's really just made me feel so much better and so much more connected with Father because this is how he wanted us. He wanted us to to pay attention to the things that he give to um to grow and, and have an abundance of food that's why he give us i mean i, I and i'm not going to argue the oh did god want us to be meat eaters or not um but as far as plants go God did, I mean, he gave us an abundance of plants. And if you take one plant, just like a, a cucumber, that one cucumber has probably 500 seeds. I'm exaggerating, but it has a lot of seeds that'll grow so many more plants. Well, the love of Father, if we go and take that, if we, if we just kind of keep it sitting there on our counter, we're not sharing those seeds which is the love of father when we take and, and we share just like with sharing the sourdough bread it doesn't matter that it's sourdough does it matter you know I, i've shared plants and i like to share seeds and it's not the particular thing it's the love and the the camaraderie um that you have with that person that you're talking to and you're developing a, a relationship with somebody and it's especially with like plants um you're growing seeds grow a few extra um grab a little cheap pot or whatever or grab a fancy one if you want and, and go share it and then you could talk about uh me listen in bibles i do love to share bibles too uh, i sent Mila a bible she was wanting one um and i found one i have we Thrift stores are a great place to find books. And we had one, and um, I go to them a lot. I love books. And, uh, so we were able to find her one. But you could take that, and you could, you know, go share it. If they ask why, give them a testimony. Flightworks Mary, I thought about you, girl, when I was listening to Pastor Benny yesterday um, with Rock Springs Church. I've shared it. If y'all don't know, it's in, um, knickknacks and it's all in other, some other rooms. Pastor Benny is a very good Southern preacher. I don't agree with him on everything. Um, but he's a wonderful man. And so he, uh, was talking about, about God and about, um, let me pull it up. So I remember he was talking about how um, they had testimonies on there and about how, you know, if we share those testimonies with others, that is living experience that God allowed us to go through in order to share that experience with somebody else. Okay, you, you had an issue with alcohol. You were an alcoholic. Guess what? God give you the ability now because you understand what it's like. You can go help others. Or were you a uh, drug addict, you know? Did you used to have a problem with crack or heroin or cocaine or, you know, even prescription pharmaceuticals? Like, a lot of people, because the addictive properties of narcotics, there's so many people addicted to um, opioids. So, if you've had an issue with that, go help somebody. Use your own personal testimony. It's scary. Um, and you have to step outside your comfort zone. But 
and the bread is a good one and and you could actually like scott says break bread i mean if you want to take them a loaf of bread and they ask why oh well this is like the wheat of a father you know and i'm wanting to share the bread of jesus with you that was like his flesh you know um it was the body of christ that's why we take when we take communion we have the bread that symbolizes the the blood the body of christ and the wine that symbolizes his blood that was shed for us and that's a wonderful way to be able just to go out and and help somebody i really feel like um and they're doing rock springs is doing a thousand prayers for easter i i'm not a fan of easter anymore especially after learning about all the the pagan ways and and I always wondered when I saw Passover on the calendar, I mean, I knew as a child kind of what Passover was, but I knew it was Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. But I thought, oh, Easter's the same thing. Well, if you notice, I believe they're a week apart. Usually I may be wrong. So if I am, I'm sorry. Um, the calendar, you know, would always have it on there and have Good Friday and um, Good Thursday. But I was like, well... What is the true meaning? Why is there a difference between Passover and Easter? And maybe I was taught as a child, but I didn't remember. It didn't stick. And so when I started learning about the difference of Passover and Easter and and uh, learning about the, the pagan ways of Easter, I, oh, man, I was, I was sickened. But more than sickened, I was sad. Um, sad for our country and our people and our children. Because so much focus, because of the Lord, is is on that time of year, because of Jesus, um, and it's like, okay, are we prudes to go back and try to change it, or, um, you know, do we take what they meant for evil and, and and reverse it for good, which is what I think a lot of the churches are trying to do, um. It's just really, sorry, I had to get something to drink, and I hope that didn't come through the sound. Um, it's just really confusing, especially for children. And children, at, at when you're a child, that's when you really start absorbing like a sponge. You know, you get all of that information in, and, you know, it sticks a lot of times. If it makes sense and resonates with the child, it will. And so I didn't understand. And now I'm just like, I'm torn, and I know many people probably are because it's like, well, what do we do? Do we, and a lot of people had the issues at Christmas, too. It's like, well, do we celebrate Christmas the traditional way, or do we do a new way? Or, And I think it kind of comes down to um, what you feel in your heart, it, it, because that's the overall um, message with Jesus that has repeated in the Bible is what is um what's in the heart images and bloom says i was raised Re russian orthodox and we never called it easter it was pasha i think i'm saying that right pa pasha pasha p-a-s-c-h-a which is the greek word for resurrection and amelia says only western countries call it easter it is pasha and the resurrection happens the sunday after passover Okay, thank you. Yes, flight works very. God knows our hearts, and that's what I think. That's why when um, 
Jesus was declaring the clean and, or distinguishing between the clean and unclean foods and had said about how it's not what goes into the mouth and into the stomach that defiles a man. It's what comes out of his heart. I mean, but at the same time, um, the clean versus unclean foods, if you look at it and really kind of think about it, a lot of the pests, um, and, and by pests, I mean like just diseases and like bacteria or viruses or whatever um, that come up out of that, that cause issues like with pork, uncooked or not uncooked, but raw pork um, has a lot of uh, dairy problematic stuff. Um, you don't want to ever not cook your pork all the way. It's bad. Um, but pork is good. We like pork. We like bacon. We like ham, you know. Um, so I, I, I think we wouldn't have a uh, parasites. That was the word I was looking for, parasites instead of pests. I don't think we would deal with as many parasites. Actually, that's wrong because, you know, we'd still have the parasites. They're in the dirt. So, I mean, we're not going to get away from it. Um, it's just better that we go ahead and talk about it and start treating it instead of sweeping it under the rug and hiding it, right? All right, so now that I've gotten all over the place, we have squirreled it around for 30 minutes. I'm sorry, guys. I'm at least going to get into Chapter 7 of Jeremiah, so let's dive in. This is the message at the temple gate. The word that came to Jeremiah. Sorry, I'm just hoping my sound is okay. Everything good? Can y'all hear me okay on the sound? Awesome. I was getting comfy, comfy. So we can dive in. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord. All you of Judah who enter by these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words, saying, This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your deeds, if you truly practice justice between a man and his neighbor, if you do not oppress the alien, the orphan, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, nor walk after other gods to your own ruin, then I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. Behold, you are trusting in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and offer sacrifices to Baal, and walk after other gods that you have not known? Then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered, that you may do all these abominations. Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your sight? Behold, I, even I, have seen it, declares the Lord. But go now to my place, which is was in Shiloh where I made my name dwell at the first and see what I did to it because of the wickedness of my people, Israel. 
Um, Shiloh means he whose it is. Um, it was a tranquility town. And it's discussed in Joshua um, 18.1, Judges, 1 Samuel, 1 Kings, Psalms, and then here in Jeremiah 7.12. That here is God telling Jeremiah to say, let the people know they need to repent. They need to stop. Are they going to keep doing all of these things and think they're going to hide it from me? I mean, that's what I kind of get from it. You know, it's like, wait, no, you, you, you can't do this. And just like in Revelation, when, you know, John was told to eat the word, it was like ingesting the word of, of the Lord and, and hearing it and letting it soak in. And I mean, God is saying, you know, if, if you do not do these things, and if you follow my my commands, my laws, just like the Ten Commandments, if you follow that, and you don't oppress the alien, the orphan, the widow, you don't shed the innocent blood or walk after other gods, then guess what? You can live in my house and my land forever, because I promise that. But he knows they're not. He knows. He saw. Just like with Sodom and Gomorrah and... and in Egypt, you know, he's seen the abominations. They're huge. And God's like, hey, you know, don't lie to me. You're lying to yourselves. And I got a little something I um I had wanted to read. Cannot knock everything over here. It's from the Founder's Bible, but it's uh, um it's not long. And in the Founder's Bible, it's page 1123, but it's Jeremiah in the section of Jeremiah 19. Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States from 1801 to 1809, stated, He who permits himself to tell a lie once finds it much easier to do it a second and third time, till at length it becomes habitual. He tells lies without attending to it and truths without the, world, the world's believing him. This falsehood of the tongue leads to that of the heart and in time depraves all its good dispositions. Um, last week, when we were last on, um, Monday and Thursday last week, we were talking about how sin separates us from God. It creates like a plexiglass or um, with the repetitive sins, it's like Swiss cheese and the holes. And that's why it's important to repent for our sins. And... I mean, I, I've tried to go through and list all of them, but I'll tell you, I was, I was a bad girl as a teenager. You know, I give my parents problems. I give my grandmother problems. I give everybody problems. Good adult. But, you know, I was going through that list. I was like, can I remember all of them? And then I, I said, you know, Father God, you know what I've done more than I probably know what I've done. Will you please forgive me, Lord, for all that I've done? Forgive me for my transgressions. I'm I'm sorry, Lord, that I did those horrible things. Father God, please just relieve me of those burdens. Relieve me of those bonds of sin and the burden of, of what I'd done. Father, please just take it away. Free me from that, Lord, and just cleanse my body and heal me and make me whole in you. And, and I still do it. I mean... 
I, I think we, we should always do that and speak from the heart and have it be, um, like AK-21 said, humble and sincere. Have it be from a place of love, from a place that you really mean that you regret what you did. If you don't regret it, God knows. Don't lie to yourself. Um, be be true because God knows and, and you're only fooling yourself. And that's what God's trying to tell, you know, when when the Lord came to Jeremiah and is trying to tell him to proclaim the word for all of those of Judah who entered those gates to worship, to repent, to amend your ways and deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words saying this is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. We can't just say, oh, well, we're Christians, we're Christians, we're Christians, we're saved. Because that doesn't mean we're going to heaven. You could be the best Christian that you think by textbook. But if you ain't got love and Jesus in your heart, he knows. He knows. So don't allow foolish thoughts to uh, get in the way of your relationship with Jesus because it's more important. Don't let the deceptive thoughts and words manipulate your mind to where you're not able to discern what is of God and what is not. I've got a little note I'm going to read. It's from Isaiah 66. One of the mistakes that Israel had made at times was to place too great an importance on the temple. This was particularly the case during Jeremiah's day when the people's belief in the indestructibility of the temple nearly led them to murder Jeremiah for his oracle against the temple. Jeremiah 7, 2-15. When he's talking about how, you know, this right here, how God's going to, you know, he saw... What happened, you know, in Shallow is where they had the tent of meeting set up when they first come out. So it's like, hey, you know what? I could do this. I'm God. Jesus later issued his own oracle against the improper use of the temple, drawing on Jeremiah's denunciation from Jeremiah 7.11. Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your sight? Behold, even I... I, even I, have seen it, declares the Lord. And it contributed to the death plot against him from Mark eleven eighteen. Just a second, I'll have that one. I thought I had it marked. <laughs> I thought I had marked Mark, but I may not have. Oh, I did. I marked Mark. Mark, Mark. It's kind of a goofy day. It's Monday. And I get to see my sister Liz. Well, tomorrow. Soon. Mark eleven eighteen, And the chief priest and the scribes heard this and began seeking how to destroy him. For they were afraid of him, for all the multitude was astonished at his teaching. 
the verses in Isaiah, um, Isaiah 66, 1 and 2, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is a place that I may rest? For my hand made all these things. Thus all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look to him who is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. Isaiah 66, 1 and 2. That helped Isaiah put the temple into proper, proper perspective. And uh, Solomon had tried to do it already. And his prayer at the temple dedication in 1 Kings 8.27 and 2 Chronicles 6.18. Stephen, the first Christian martyr, was accused of speaking against the temple in Acts 6.13. And they put forward false witnesses who said, This man incessantly speaks against this holy place and law. So he clarified his position by quoting from Isaiah 66.12. In Acts 7, 49, and 50. Heaven is my throne and earth is the footstool of my feet. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what place is there for my repose? Was it not my hand which made all these things? But even then... um. You know, the Sanhedrin wasn't receptive to his words. They didn't want to hear it. They thought that they were almighty knowing and were not. All right, back into Jeremiah 7, 13. And now, because you have done all these things, declares the Lord, and I spoke to you, rising up early and speaking, but you did not hear. And I called you, but you did not answer. Therefore, I will do to the house which is called by my name in which you trust, and to the place which I gave you and your fathers as I did to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight as I have cast out of, cast out all of your brothers, all the offsprings spring of Ephraim. As for you, do not pray for this people, and do not lift up cry or prayer for them. And do not intercede with me, for I do not hear you. That one right there, when I read that passage, it made me stop and think. God says, as for you, do not pray for this people and do not lift up cry or prayer for them. And do not intercede with me, for I do not hear you. What does that mean? God's saying, do not pray for them. Like, what? What do you mean, God? Don't, wait, aren't we, hang on, aren't we supposed to pray for people? Aren't we supposed to pray for their repentance? Aren't we supposed to, to, to pray, f you know, that, that they get healed and they have what they need? So, so why is God, why is the Lord saying, as for you, do not pray for this people and do not lift up cry or prayer for them. Do not intercede with me. So I, I got to looking. And if anybody has anything they need to want to add with it, please do. Because I was, it made me curious. And so I looked it up. And prayer is tafila. It's T with a little E. 
P-H, um, space, P-H-I-L-L-A-H. Tefillah, law, that's how it's pronounced. It comes from, and that's, um, if you're in the dictionary for the um, Hebrew dictionary, it's 8605 in the Old Testament. It's, it comes from 6419, which is Palal, P-A-L-A-L. It means intercession, supplication, by implication, a hymn, a prayer, or a prayer. Describes a prayer similar to a plea. So, like we always say, you know, our songs, our hymns, our, our prayers to, to God, to, to, for the Lord. In Psalm 17.1, the psalmist used the word, uses the word in a plea to God to hear his prayer and to know that it did not come from deceitful lips. So, obviously, your prayer has to be honest and from a place of the heart, not, not from deceit. And so then it made me think, okay, well, let's see what this 6419 Palal is. And I'm going to spell, thank you, AK, for putting that tefillah on there. So if, Tef-il-al. Oh, it's, it's weird on some of these. This other one is Palal. P-A. Oh, let's get this. P-A. Sorry, guys. I can't type and talk, right? That's weird. Palal. That means to judge officially or mentally. So it's not just, you know, an official judgment. You can judge them in your mind. By extension, to intercede or pray. It's the most common Hebrew word used to describe the general act of prayer. Jeremiah 29.7. So, let's go to Jeremiah 29.7. I know we're skipping a little ahead, but it's okay. We're going to cover it anyway. So, Jeremiah 29.7 says... And seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For its welfare, you will have welfare. But it still hasn't answered the question to me as to why he says not to pray. I mean, I know they've done wrong, but why not pray? So I continued on in, into the word as we will do on Thursday. So I'm going to give y'all something to think about for Thursday. Sorry, we didn't get no further, but I think it was what Holy Spirit wanted. Um, stick around. I've got a song. If it'll play, Jack um, did a song last night. It's a Shinedown song. Um, Shinedown Music, his vocals. I'm going to um, mute for a second, give y'all a chance for any prayer request, and um, get something to drink, and then I will take prayer. Let's see if I can get some music to go for us. Well, oh, it's not showing any audio on here. Well, that part of Podbean's still messed up. I can get a little song going on my phone through it, though. Just a second, guys. I won't play the whole thing. Actually, I will play the whole thing. Um... 
It's My Jesus, Ann Wilson. It's three minutes and 38 seconds long. Once that's over, um, we'll pray. And um, we'll do that other song. Sound five five. Somebody give me a thumbs up. I was going into another song. 
And we'll trim these down a little bit. Have we got any other prayer requests? Okay, I'm seeing some more come through. Hey, I like that name that just came in. Let us pray. Entered the live studio. Welcome in. We are at the end. So we're getting ready to pray. Uh, the next show will be for Sister on Scripture. It's going to be on Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I'll be back tonight uh, for Knickknacks at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tonight I'm going to have Angie on for Medicinal Mix-Up Monday. We're going to swap out some plants, some pharmaceuticals with some plants. Help you heal yourselves and your families. Naturally, the way God intended. Um, four o'clock is bended knee today. Um, I can't remember all the other shows. Uh, nine o'clock is Bards FM. Eight o'clock uh, Eastern is Conley. 10.30 is Kilted Christian, and then Fishers of Men is on at midnight. As last I looked, mine wasn't showing Fishers of Men from last night yet, so I don't know, but I know it was, I think it was late. Um, well, peace be still on Sunday. That's awesome. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to praise Jesus for that. Uh, Flightworks Mary has a calendar. Who has, she has been wonderful to keep us all updated. Um, Cole's show is, is tomorrow at 7, right, Cole? Or 8? See, I thought you were on at 6, and I missed you the other day. Six to seven. On the ground, a tornado on the ground for an hour. Wow. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and pray to Father because we're almost at um, at noon Eastern, and I try not to keep you longer than an hour. If you'll take a, a second, if you're not driving, bow your head, close your eyes, and we'll pray. If you're driving, Father knows. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for just allowing us to wake up today and giving us the air in our lungs and our hearts beating. So that way we can just continue to be able to worship you, Father. And, and we pray that you come into our lives, into our hearts, and into our minds and, and just cleanse us and heal us and use us, Father God, to do your work so we may glorify your name and make you proud and happy to bring others to to find and follow Jesus and to know that love and and that faith of of his love back in return. Father, we lift up Flightworks Mary for an unspoken prayer today. You know what she's needing and we just ask that you you hear her. And we also ask that Gwen's story from the Godcast on Friday is going to re reach somebody far um, that you meant for them to, to reach. And so I pray for her story to get out there and to, to, to help whoever it's meant to help and, and reach father for all of our brothers and sisters that you've brought together this family. I, I just praise you and thank you for this family because it's so wonderful. 
um, is truly a Christ fellowship family who we all focus on you first and putting the needs of others before ourselves, which is how you intended. We're proud for one another when somebody has an accomplishment and gets somewhere. We're not envious or, or wanting what they have. We are, we're happy and lift them up as well. And, and when one of us is hurting or sad father, we, we feel with them. So, and, and we lift them up. So father, thank you for that. That's such a blessing. Uh, for our brother, AK-21, and his building of the home church that's that's coming, and uh, he's, he's working on that, Father. We thank you and praise you for that. Um, for everybody that's in Falling Rock, Mississippi, from the tornado, as well as any of the other tornadoes that hit in Alabama and hit in Georgia and across the southeast for those that have been impacted by these storms that have rolled through father i pray that you meet their needs that you bless them that you remind them um, of the promise that you delivered before and and that you give that you're not going to allow them to be destroyed you're not going to allow your children to be destroyed that you love us that you will continue to bless us and give us what we need. We just need to have that faith in your promise. Father, for Carmen and Maggie, um, Charlotte's family who's sick, we lift them in prayer and just ask that that they be healed and and that you are able to to give them not only healing, but you make them better than they were before. And Father, for for knees who just got the praise report um about a pop-up show and artwork in their hotel father thank you for that because knees is such a blessing to us and to so many others and she just goes on faithless uh, faithfully to continue to do what you ask father as a humble servant and so father we thank you for this praise for Doug and him um, continuing to get better. Um, for all of our brothers and sisters here and that's going to be listening later, if they have a need, Father, I pray that you hear their need and that you will bless them with that, that you you meet that need. Father, for our, our country, our world, we just ask for for healing of the nation, for cleansing of the hearts and the minds of of these people that I don't want to call them evil father but they have evil ways and and father we just ask that 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 evil be rebuked and is out of them and that they see how wonderful that you are and and father we just we want you to use one of us one of our words one of our messages just someone anyone anywhere to help these people be able to find Jesus and to help these people come to know that love and know that that genuineness father thank you for letting us have that and and we love you and are appreciative of it father for our children that are are being manipulated by media by what they think is popular or cool father we ask that that you take all of this evil away that you use it for good that their minds not be manipulated that these 
laws that we're trying that people are trying to pass to protect the children against the transgender reassignment surgeries and 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 the sex changes and the hormones father that you'll protect them that you'll also protect them from any sex trafficking and grooming and and that your justice be swift and mighty on the the people that are doing this to these children because father they they are cruel evil people and and father we just I, I just don't understand how somebody can do something like that to one of these innocent children. But we, we ask that you, you rescue them, that you do it swiftly and fastly, and that they be healed, Father, of any of their torment, any of the emotional, mental disturbance and drama, trauma that they have from that. For our troops that are fighting every day to try to maintain our freedoms and and. The Christians that are out there spreading the word and the gospel of Christ, Father, please protect them. And I lift them up into your loving arms to just nurture them and to be with them, to guide them as they go on doing your work. Father Jesus, we are so thankful for the love and mercy that you have given us to send your son here on this earth for us. We are not deserving, but we are so eternally grateful that one day when we leave this life that our, our eternal place will be in heaven with you and at the right hand of jesus so father thank you for that thank you for all the blessings that you've given us father please forgive us for our sins and our transgressions against you against others and against ourselves for we know not what we do but we are trying to learn as we walk in this light in this life bringing the word and devouring your word as a hungry child, Father, thank you for all that you've given us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Goodness, if I keep getting longer with these prayers, guys, I may have to stop it at like 11, 11.45, so we have 15 minutes to, to pray to God. Because he deserves the prayer more than anything. All right, so I'm going to see, um, let me know if this sound comes through. I'm praying, God, let it be. If you want them to hear it, let it play. I don't know. Maybe it will. Thank you all so much for all of the love. That was so very generous and kind. I can still remember me and miss up in the rain. Beautiful and strange. Always saw it climb, coloring outside the lines. Yeah, you were never on time. You've always been slightly awkward, kind of weird Upside down and not all here What's wrong with me and you is crystal clear Sometimes I'm in a room where I don't belong And the house is on fire and there's no alarm And the walls are melting too How about you? Never been the favorite, thought I'd seen it all Till I got my invitation to the lunatic ball My friends are coming too How about you? 
Don't worry, it's all just a symptom being human. Unpack all your baggage, hide it in the attic where you are but disappears. This all seems so familiar, but it doesn't feel like home. It's just another unknown. You've always been slightly awkward, kind of weird, upside down and not all here, right or wrong, it's all so crystal clear. Sometimes I'm in a room where I don't belong, and the house is on fire and the snow along, the walls are melting too, how about you? Been the favorite thought of seeing it all Till I got an invitation to the lunatic ball My friends are coming too How about you? Don't worry, it's all just a symptom Of being human Passengers on a ship of boats We're all just passing through Passenger on a ship of Sometimes I'm in a room where I don't belong And my house is on fire and it's so long The walls are melting too How about you? I've never been the favorite thought of seeing it all Till I got the invitation to the lunatic ball My friends are coming too On a ship of All right, well, okay, sorry, I had my sound way down. Uh, that was Shine Down and my husband Jack's symptom of being human. He, like I said in the chat, he is getting ready to do. He's trying to do the Crowder song. Um, oh goodness, sorry. How he loves. Um, but we were, you know, we had issues with time and stuff yesterday. So um, he was. He wanted. To, he saw the equipment here, and he's like, "Ooh, I want to try that out. Can I try to record?" It's like, "Okay, yeah, sure." So that was his very first recording. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. And we're working on trying to, because I can play some um, piano. I'm wanting to learn more so that way I can play some piano. And we can record our own music and not have to worry about any copyright stuff. Um, it just comes from, from the heart. And it's oh, good, you know. And it's a way to worship God and... So, um, that was that. Yeah, I just wanted to share it with you guys. I was happy for him. Yeah, Douglas, you're it. See, we we need to get together and do some work because Douglas plays guitar. 
Um, and we definitely, you know, we could put together a band, right? Um, I, I can't say, I mean, I try to sing, but it's, it's funny. I enjoy it. Um, it, it's just fun, but it's not, I, I'm not a good sounding, um, it's not a pleasant sound, but, uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful blessed day. I love you guys so much. You bring me so much joy and just the love and everything that we have here. Douglas, I'm glad that that this helped you. Um, and I hope it helped everybody. Yeah, it's not a pleasant sound. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, it's fun. And I enjoy it. And I don't care that it's not pleasant. If I'm in the car alone and I'm singing something, especially my Jesus, I will bolt it out so loud and then I don't have a voice I'm like horse so it's fun but I you know it's it's all in fun and just lifting up father and you know because it just makes you happy you know kind of like dancing and if those of y'all if y'all haven't listened um I'm going to see if I could pull up if y'all have got a second I'm going to see if I can't pull up this one song that they played yesterday at church. That was wonderful. I can do some blue stuff. Um, Deanna Carter. I could do some of her stuff. I can do Gretchen Wilson. The angry raspy stuff I can do. Blues. Um, I was really good at. Uh, because when we were down in Carabelle, Florida. That's what we, we would grill. Um burgers and after we ate we'd be playing um a lot of bluegrass lots of bluegrass bonnie Raitt, yes uh, melissa etheridge too but unfortunately she's uh kind of little nuts Oh, not bluegrass, blues. I could probably do some blues. I've got that Georgia, like, I'm a white girl, but I got that Georgia black girl solely kind of voice. If that's even a word. And I'm probably, oh gosh, I'm glad that y'all know I'm not racist. That'd probably get me kicked off. I saw that there was a news lady that got kicked off um, for saying for shizzle my nizzle. All right, I can't find the song. I will find it, though. It's, I'm going to share the link. or um, I'll share it. In, it's in Knit Next. Actually, here it comes. Let's see if it'll play, and I can skip it forward to it. This song was just really great. of Jesus Christ. doing here, even in... Can y'all hear it now? I'm gonna have to turn this one back up. 
Yes. Amen. You may be seated. This is the day that the Lord has made. Even though it's nasty outside. 